Welcome and good morning to The Catholic Journey. This is Deacon Pat coming to you from South Sacramento. And I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful Sunday on this Memorial Day weekend. I don't know what the weather is like for you out there uh, where you live, but today in uh, Sacramento, or the Sacramento area anyway, it's a blue sky. It's just beautiful out. It's going to be in the 70s today. Uh, which is just just delightful. It's been a little warmer than that recently. So I think it's going to be mid-70s today and just a beautiful, beautiful day. So I hope you enjoy the day and think about those people who have uh, sacrificed for us in our, in our world, those who have served um, diligently and uh, with such valor uh, to the point that they gave their life for our freedoms. And I hope that uh, we can take a few minutes and think about that and maybe send some prayers their way um, and uh, in remembrance of uh, just sacrifice, sacrifice in general. Well, <clears throat> I was uh, on the internet today or earlier this morning and I came across this uh, great little story and I, I guess it would be more like a fable maybe. Um, but I think uh, the meaning that's uh, embedded in the story um, has something for us that we could probably ponder and, and talk about. So let me share it with you. It's very short. <clears throat> the title of it is uh, When the Truth and Lie Met. The story of when the truth and lie met on a summery day. The lie said to the truth, It's a marvelous day today. The truth looked up to the skies cautiously and saw that indeed the day was really beautiful. They spent a lot of time together, ultimately arriving beside a well. The lie said to the truth, The water is very nice, let's take a bath together. The truth, once again suspicious, tested the water and discovered that it was indeed very nice. They undressed and started bathing. After some time, suddenly the lie came out of the water, put on the clothes of the truth, and ran away. The furious truth came out of the well and ran everywhere to find the lie to get her clothes back. The world, seeing the truth naked, turned its gaze away with disgust and rage. The poor truth returned to the well and disappeared forever, hiding therein its shame. Since then, the lie travels around the world, dressed as the truth satisfying the needs of society because the world, in any case, harbors no wish at all to meet the naked truth. What a delightful uh, little story. Um, I think there's some things within it that we could think about and think about our lives and, and think about the world around us. It's so easy to project, you know, certain ideas or criticism or judgment on the world. But I think it's more importantly that we look at ourselves first, always first. Um, you know, talking about uh, removing the plank in our eye before we look at the speck in someone else's. But let's think a little bit about uh, how we see the world how we see lies, how we see truth, especially the naked truth, the honest, the pure truth. Think about how we look at the world. Look at, let's think about some of the TV shows that we watch or the things that we do on the internet. Let's think about some of the ways we act at our places of work or, 
how we act or how we uh, enact. You know, they talk about sins of omission, things we should do, could do, but do not do. And we have to be really honest with maybe critiquing ourselves. Do we really look for the pure and naked truth in things? Have we been deceived in our life with things that are lies but clothed in really dishonest truth? Someone once told me that uh, the world is so backwards that so much in the world that is evil we see as good and so much that is good in the world we see as evil. There's a lot of truth to that. I think, uh, you know, one of the things that comes to the forefront of my mind is, is really, you know, abortion. Abortion is murder. As the years have gone on, um, it's been tried to be clothed in the, in, in a, a, a dishonest truth, really, um, that it's something good when we know deep in our hearts that it's wrong. The more uh, scientifically astute we become, and as our scientific tools have been developed, we know more and more that 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 is a baby from the very beginning. It is human being. The heart, they say, even starts beating as early as what day fourteen or day twenty. Yet we are still murdering something with a beating heart, and trying in some way uh, to clothe it with uh, with uh, false truths, really. And um, that's just one example. I think it's worth, um, you know, taking some time and really evaluating our own lives when we make decisions in our life um, before doing so impulsively, which um, I have a habit of doing at times, um, and I bet some of you do as well, that we really evaluate things and at its core nature. Is it truly true or is it a lie that's clothed? In, in someone else's truth, really. Something for us to think about. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day. Um, I'm going to try to uh, do a couple of fun things. Um, we did some uh, rearranging of our studio here, and so it has um, kind of a new look, and it has a new view, at least from my perspective of where I sit. <laughs> I think sometimes changing um, really our our locations are changing even um, the arrangements of furniture or offices and where we look in a different direction can be so helpful in, in our lives for obtaining a different perspective and bringing something you know fresh maybe to the mix and I think uh, you know spring spring is a good time I think for many of us to really to look at our lives look at our habits in our lives and to see how can we maybe mix it up a little bit and um, shed off some of those things that are not helping us in our journey towards Christ and start new hobbies or habits or routines? I'm real excited. <clears throat> I'm starting a new a project, and it's kind of a, a, a sequel or, or maybe just a continuation of uh, the workbook that I produced uh, last year was... Um, it was the, the spiritual, physical, nutritional kind of habit formings, vice shedding workbook program. It was called 100 Days to Freedom. And I've started now a continuance of that. And it's called uh, Living the Freedom, 150 Days Towards Perfection. And uh, it's 
going to be uh, quite a challenge. And uh, I've started it though, and it's uh, just like the uh, 100 Days to Freedom uh, was a uh, was actually like almost like a boot camp like challenge. <laughs> this one's not so much because it's meant to be a continuation of the other one, and it's a really really a settling in and. Um, of, uh, of established new habits in your life. I found though that, um, it's, it's coming as it's coming to fruition and it's forming. And as I'm getting uh, further into it, that it doesn't have to be a continuation of the, uh, the first program. It can be a standalone program. If, but if you are somebody that is dealing with some really deeply embedded vice, um, addictions, um, and really struggling in your deeply struggling in your spiritual life um the hundred days to freedom is really uh meant especially for you but if you're somebody that wants to just really deepen your spiritual life uh, maybe ingrain some deeper spiritual um, habits in your life and learning some additional tools how to discern and reflect and to see how God's moving in your life on a daily basis. That's where living the freedom uh, would be helpful for you. And it's a, it's a, it's a 150 day journey that uh, is based on the Psalms, 150 Psalms in the Bible, 150 days to this program. Each day you start with uh, a Psalm and you read the Psalm that begins your reflection of the day. And then there's built in components that you'll, uh, complete throughout the day and um, I'm really excited um, so this it probably won't be ready until you know late summer um, but uh, you'll hear more about it as time goes on I love having projects in my life something um, that I can keep uh, a focus on um, and it really inspires me and I, I hope you have that in your life as well something that you can look forward to throughout the day when you're working or whatever you're doing that you could be reflecting on that thing that really is inspiring you that's giving you motivation in your life and um, I think uh, once we find that uh, what that is in our life that we can uh, put some energy towards um, it really fills a, a kind of a hole that maybe some of us might have. So I hope you have a passion in your life, something that you like to do. I, I found out about 10 years ago that I, even though I'm not the greatest at it, but I enjoy, enjoy writing. Um, when I, when I write, if it's one of my novels or one of these workbooks, um, whatever it might be, is it helps me really, uh, look at life through maybe a more, um, uh, enhanced uh, view or almost like through a magnifying glass lens where I can look a little deeper and a little clearer into what's happening around my life or the way that I'd like life to be. And that happens to me when I, when I write because I can ponder things, think about things. And as I put them into words, it uh, helps me to look, see a, you know, the deeper meaning and, and hopefully the connection uh, with God with those kind of things. So I have, hope you have those in your life as well. Well, have a wonderful day. Remember what this day is all about, and it's really towards those who sacrificed for us so much in our life. And I hope that uh, you've had those kind of people in your life who sacrificed for you, and I hope you're one of those people who sacrificed for others. Really, we're living uh, the model that Christ taught us to live to be the servant to others, and to enjoy where God puts us in our life, who God places in our life, and to be that faithful, loving servant. 
May God bless you until I see you again. Have a wonderful day and always know God is always opening the door for you to walk closer to Him. God bless you.